0: Hello again everybody, welcome to a special one-shot episode of Crit Seekers. We have some special guests with us today. As always, I am Mason, your world weaver, and with me today we have... Oh, that's me! That's Jonathan!
1: Hi Jonathan. What's up
0: Mason? Good to be here.
1: We're playing Stanley No-Tongue Danley, the Goliath Cleric. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm Russell, I am playing Malachi,
2: and he is a satyr
3: monk. I am playing Dawit, the human bard, and the main character of this story. <laughs> he <laughs> returns. Yeah.
4: And uh, I'm Randall <laughs> and I'm playing Ashakir, the colashtar druid.
5: And I'm Kat and I'm playing the uh satyr bard.
0: Yeah, so yeah. we've got our <laughs> our one-shot one-shot group here today. Um, so, this is going to be taking place in the Feywilds, where our bard DeWitt has been whisked away to all too soon from the group, The Talented Seven. And this is going to follow one of his uh, adventures, one of his stories here in the Feywilds. So, horror is only if he dies. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be
3: funny?
5: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's plenty of scene to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I didn't do the full thing.
0: All right, so this story begins on a ship, a ship named the Queen Marine. <laughs> no,
3: it's the Grand
0: Marine. The Grand Marine. Because it's it's a The play Grand on Mar. Grand You're right. Yep, the Grand Marine. <laughs> <laughs> the <So>. grander one. <laughs> yeah. <okay. laughs> we find our. Uh, Faded bard DeWitt, um, taking over the role of captain of this ship. Um, DeWitt, as you sit up above the, the wheel towards the stern of the ship, kind of zoned out, gazing out over the violaceous waters that kind of break with like a lavender foam as the ship passes through, um, those purple waters take, you, take your mind away from the present and into thoughts of how you've gotten here. It has now been four months since you were entered into the Feywilds. And you begin to think about your time that's passed by so far. You remember stepping out of the portal that you would walk through almost in a disorienting state as you stepped into this lake. You also stepped out of a lake into a forested scene around you with colors so vibrant and different than anything you had seen before. But you seem to step out into like this almost consistent fall day. One of those really nice fall days where it's really temperate, perfect weather and you stepped out into like this almost constant sunset scene in one of these fall days. You traveled for a little bit, um, wandered, not quite knowing where to go and in that wandering you learned that in playing your music it attracted all manner of creatures around you. There seemed to be something powerful about your song and music in general here in the Feywilds. And on that travel, you eventually had found your way to a village, gotten some direction to a coastal town um, known as Veritas, which you had set out for. On that journey to Veritas, you would run into what seemed to be like an older, disheveled, beggar-like elven man who seemed to be hurt or malnourished. And you offered some aid um, through your song it seemed to perk up his spirits. Still, no words were spoken from this man, but seemed grateful for the aid that you had provided. And you continued on your way. Maybe a day or two's travel outside of this city of Veritas that you were headed towards, um, you were kind of started to feel a bit tired and sleepy and, and wobbly and almost as um, unconsciousness was about to take you right before it did, you saw the visage of the same man that you had helped and you awoke. Not sure how long later, but within some extravagant palace around you, there were, you know, crazy, crazy architecture, vaulted ceilings everywhere. You lay in a silk bed and as you had awoke in the silk bed, you were immediately rushed by servants, pixies, um, small fey creatures that brought you in this extravagant plated breakfast of pastries and fruits and things you had never seen before but it was amazing. Um, Through your exploration of this palace, you learned that you had been whisked away by an an archfey referring to himself as the Prince of the Harvest. Um, Basically, you had been captured to be this archfey's muse, his bard, kept for the power of your song. Um, In about a month, month and a half's time of spending in this palace you had developed some type of repertoire with the Prince of the Harvest and he had you, you would kind of explain some of your stories and your travels with the Talented Seven and this prompted him to offer you a bit of an agreement as you had explained that the reason, you would explain the reason you were here was to look for some medicinal plant that you were looking for to help your people and he claimed that he might have some information on that but first you needed to help him out So after some deals were struck, you were basically hired on to locate certain artifacts and things for the Prince of the Harvest and went about some travels around Veritas and the surrounding wilds around it. Um, This took you to about two months into your time in the Feywild. Around that time, he had informed you that there was another artifact, something that he was very interested in, but it lay out in the oceans of the Court of Autumn. Um, the seas outside of Veritas. You were promptly given the command of a ship and given a ship, and told to go about hiring a crew to captain this. So, two months later, you've you've, um, taken command of the ship, you've supplied it, you have a full crew of 40, and you have just set out, sail, looking for an island. Not quite sure the exact coordinates of this, you were given a direction to sail but other than that, any information on uh, exactly where you're going, you weren't really told much. The Prince of the Harvest seemed to be a bit um, aloof to beings that he considered below himself. You almost seemed like tools to him, basically. Um, yeah, that is where we pick up as you your, your, ga- your, your uh, vision drifts over the purple waters surrounding you. Um, you remember back to, you know, thinking about your times the Talented Seven and you remember that you know, the first time you had heard from them was two months into your travel, the first time you ever heard Nimue's voice in your head. Um, that seemed odd to you, <laughs> but it had been that time. It's been another two months and you hadn't really heard much since. Um, and as you're having this thought and the waters break around you, luck would have it that a voice comes into your head.
5: Oh, hello, to it, How are you? Is everything going all right? We really miss you. I don't know how many words that is. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, it's Nimue. It's great to hear from you. Everything's gonna be good soon. I'm on my way to find the plant. I think. I don't know, maybe. How
0: are you?
5: There's probably more words, but... Yeah, I don't care. We'll <laughs> <laughs> say that it, it
0: gets across you receive no response in return. It leaves you Can
3: I use my sending stone?
0: Um can we use those all the time?
5: Yeah, we have the sending stone. One stones. per
0: day. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Which is how she's usually contacted you. It was through the sending stone. Wow. So you you all would right. have you would have a use on it if you would like to send a message back.
3: Oh yeah, so I'll do the how are you as the second message back so she can respond.
0: Okay.
5: You can respond to this message. <laughs> how far is like the time period in between when he messaged me?
0: So um, you would have sent your first message probably about when you guys were getting ready to head from Dead Cairn to Midcross with Bartholomew. The second message reaches you as you are plopped straight in the middle of a snowy forest around you. So he
5: thinks he sent it within one second. Yes. It's been like a day for me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, um, I'm pretty good. Things are going well. We're not really actually, but we're making do without you.
3: All right. Two months later. (laughs) 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 Is that how it works?
0: What? Do I
3: hear what she says back immediately? Or?
0: Yeah, when you oh, okay. the spell um, when it casts it, it, it's almost like those different time frames connect for a split second oh, huh. for the sending of it. I didn't know how that worked. But when it's cast separately, but that connection faster, is yeah. And I
5: fucking knew it. I knew that was gonna, I knew okay. that was gonna happen. Spicy time.
0: So, hearing an old friend's voice almost leaves you renewed with a new. Sense of drive and purpose to you, and you, you perk up on the wheel of your ship. And um, I forget who we oh So a, as as this happens, you um, you see a figure approaching you, the figure of your first mate that you had hired onto this ship. So John, if you would like to describe your character as he approaches DeWitt on the wheel of the ship,
1: uh, my character approaches. He's a tall Goliath, grey skin and black eyes. He has no hair. He's tattoos all over. And uh, he looks at you with a steely gaze.
3: What's up, Stanley?
1: <coughs> Stanley just looks at you with his steely gaze. <coughs> uh, how are things?
3: He looks at you, please. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You would know at this point that Stanley has suffered some injury in his past, uh, ridding him of his tongue, so speech is not his main form of communication.
3: (laughs) Have I learned how to communicate with him?
0: I don't know, Ben. Would you say that DeWitt has (laughs) learned how to communicate with him? How long
3: have we been sailing together? Two months. Two months?
0: I'm the one that knows how to read or write. You don't. Oh, yeah.
3: (laughs) Do I have, like, a whiteboard near me or something? (laughs)
0: I mean, you probably have some parchment with you if that's your He's your means learning. of communication.
3: Can I write by now? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll just write a message. How's the crew?
0: And I
1: write down their hearted work.
0: What time of day is it? Um, I mean, it's like constant... Um, oh, it's constant like sunset? Not like dark sunset, but like evening, essentially, where those color, like the oranges and purples of a sunset have taken the sky. And it's just that constant, like perfect temperature as you sail through. Does it ever become nighttime?
5: Nope. Ah, it's Alaska. Also, you know that he's just mute, not deaf, right?
3: So he can hear you <laughs> when you talk to Why him. Why didn't you write stuff?
1: In- <laughs> Cause I didn't have the whiteboard. <laughs> uh, sorry.
3: I didn't know how we did this yet.
0: So. Neither I didn't give it any thought other than <laughs> he has no tongue. <laughs> You're still learning the intricacies of communication with this this um, individual who you have put in the power of your right hand. Damn um, right. But you have that Stan trust Lee in him.
3: Rules with an iron fist.
0: And um, he says the crew is writes down the crew is hard at work, and you you kind of give a nod to this and and glance out over the deck. Of the Grand Maureen and you—you know—you see the other members of your um, leadership on your ship itself. Um, Russell, if you want to describe your character, as his gaze passes over you, kind of um, pulling one of the sa- the uh, the ropes on one of the sails, directing it further into the wind, gain a little bit of speed. Ah, so I,
2: um, as I said, my name is Malachi. I'm a satyr. I stand at Four, uh, five foot 120 hundred um, twenty-ish pounds, give or take. You know, depends on what I've been eating uh, for the past day, stuff like that. Um, <laughs> I've got, <laughs> you know, with my, berries you know, with, uh, with my goat legs and whatnot. It, the the hair on the, that is the same uh, color as the hair on top of my head, which is black, very curly. Um, I've got a I've got a good short beard as well. Um, brown skin, and
0: I carry around a pan flute on me. All
6: right.
0: And I believe that, uh, I don't think we told Russell because it was kind of last minute, but I believe Russell is the bosun of the ship. You are essentially... I, I'm also the, the bosun yes. of the ship. <laughs> so essentially you are the technical advice and lead the repairs and maintenance efforts Oh, good. this ship.
2: fits very well with my character. Yeah, you know how to do Surprise that, right?
0: <laughs> I do now. <laughs> and glancing, kind of giving a nod um, to said Mordecai. Uh, Malachi. Malachi. Malachi, or Kai for short. All right. Giving a nod to, to Kai and glancing over Randall. If you'd like to describe your character. So you see him kind of um, battening down, coming up from below one of the decks and battening down the hatch that leads to the second level of the ship.
4: Yari scallywags!
6: <laughs> oh. Dinner will be
4: ready. So get your appetite going because it's going to be quite delicious. <laughs>
5: I'm glad we don't have to play a full campaign.
4: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so my character comes up holding a... Like a s- small little plate of what's for dinner.
5: A small plate for all of us for dinner. No,
4: it's just a for the a showing. It's an example. It's, yeah, it's oh, example oh, of what okay. people are going it's a to bougie eat. Bougie pirate ship. Yeah, <laughs>
6: Plates? damn right. The fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Not hard.
4: Tech? I'm a fancy ass <laughs> chef. <laughs> okay. Five course. Meal. Um, yeah, it's um, salmon with a lot of citrus on it. Wow. Scurvy for you guys. A lot of nice fresh herbs going on there and veggies because I care about nutrition. But um, my pirate... <laughs> You've overly described the food. What is your character like? <laughs> oh, he looks like the pirate. There you go. I'm just kidding. It's um, all part of, he's of the like, pirate. His skin is oddly pale and for being a chef, he's like really thin. His skin is kind of like withered and um, it, at first glance, it looks like he's dusty, like there's like dust falling off of him and stuff like that, but it's not getting into food, so don't worry. And he... I'm worried <laughs>
5: what was now. your name again?
4: Ashokiri. So, Ashy. Ashy
2: oh, sure. yeah.
5: <laughs> you need to put some lotion on. <laughs> I do need
6: to
4: put some lotion on. The water hasn't been very kind to my skin, mm. but um, I have um, brown uh, hair. It's like in dreads slightly. But pulled up into like a small pulling tail but it's like, some of it looks like it's not doing very well. He doesn't look very healthy at all. Then I uh, walk up and give the plate to DeWitt. Here you go, Captain. Here be your food for
1: tonight. I take the plate before it reaches DeWitt and I take a bite, <laughs> just a little bite of everything and make sure it's not poisoned and then just hand it back to DeWitt. I would not dare to do, to do so. Stanley?
5: <laughs> <laughs> Stanley? So that's not your whole own- Stanley? Stanley?
4: It's Stanley, right? Yep.
5: Yes, yeah, Stanley, known tongue, Danley. What have you not gotten? <laughs> yeah.
4: My food always be the freshest
3: one. Yeah, you don't have to do that, Stanley. How do you chew it? You can, can chew with it. Yeah, he's teeth. got teeth. Stanley,
1: really weird. You just can't move it around. You just, just got to make sure that you position it right when you put it in there. Mm-hmm. I but thanks anyway. <laughs> I'll eat also, you have now. to give it a couple hours if I were to poison it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> thanks, Asha. Please don't poison You're welcome. welcome. <laughs> then I'll go back to the kitchen. <laughs> and Asha, Ashi, what are you, What's you shortening it to? All Asha things. Asha Kiri All steps things. back down towards the the below decks, lifts up the hatch and begins to step down and um, as that closes, you can see, did, we, were you, did you decide on the quartermaster, right?
5: Uh, yeah, that works. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you see kind of um, off to the side up top by the wheel with you, you you see over um, a table kind of checking the charts and the maps for the ship as you are traveling your quartermaster. And Kat, if you would like to describe your character.
5: So she's like a really cute satyr <laughs> Um, she's got, like, bright, like, orangish-red, like, natural orangish-red hair that is really long and, like, in a single braid with, like, flowers and stuff woven into it. And um, she's got, like, these cute little horns and she's got green eyes and, like, uh, suntan skin with, like, a lot of freckles. And um, she wears, like, this really flowy, pretty white dress. And she's got, like, a lot of instruments tied around her waist. Um, And she also has a satyr skull on her waist as well. Creepy. Yeah.
0: All right. So other than that, you see... Oh, Oh,
5: my name's Clementine.
0: Yeah. Yeah prevent scurvy <laughs> <laughs> little vitamin C yeah exactly I got the best crew <laughs> and other than that you have you know a, a mishmashed crew of 40 odd um, oh, no people else. scattering about the deck and, and below deck that are hoisting sails and, and um, you know adjusting your, your the uh, actual workings of your ship to keep it going yeah um, but these are the kind of main, like, basically your officers of your ship that you have put your trust and faith in.
5: Why?
3: <laughs> Bad idea.
2: That wasn't very smart of you. Yeah. I'm just a cook.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that smart. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
5: what's your intelligence score? Nine. Mm-hmm.
0: Higher so, than mine. <laughs> so the Prince of the Harvest has all but given you only a direction. He's told you that there is an island that lies to the north that... Hold something of value that he wishes you to procure for him. Um, Most of the time, his jobs are very inspecific like this. There's not a lot of direction to him. You're told a place to go, and you go, and usually end up getting yourself into trouble, but finding what it is that you need. And um, usually any other loot and things are given to you and the crew, as the prince seems to have absolutely no desire for anything other than whatever artifact he sent you to find. Sometimes they've been absolutely ridiculous, like an old scroll, a parchment that seems to have no value in the middle of a pile of gold and all this other treasure that you've recovered, that's been given to you, but the scroll was the one thing that he sought after. One of them was an orb that seemed to just be like perfectly round and smooth on all sides, somehow almost like manufactured, but you have no idea how this would have been done, but it was just like a metal orb that... He was after, and that was what was given, and every every one of the other spoils was given to you all. So you're all a little bit, uh, you know, decked out in some some equipment and gear Ooh. that you have found along nice. these travels. But at this point in time, Clementine, um, you've been given the same instructions: an island to the north that you are looking to find. And um, I would like you to make a um, a check for me to kind of plot the right course. We're just going to call this a. Um, intelligence check unless you smart. have proficiency in the uh, like cartographers tools and shit then you can add that
5: well if I had known that I was going to be the quartermaster I would have taken that but I
0: couldn't I thought that's what you had decided on but that's we, yeah
5: we really y- so, so add, add proficiency <laughs> so add your
0: intelligence and your proficiency because you are the quartermaster so can I inspire her
5: I can also guidance you, myself
0: you can so. for sure inspire her please inspire her mm, okay
3: This is how I show my love. I put it in a song because I blame it on my family, baby. (laughs) Sale! (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah, there you go. wonderful
5: uh, <laughs> wow well, that's so, just what I needed <laughs> yeah.
0: what has become a normal occurrence on this ship you know you're you're looking to, to do your job and standing over your shoulder singing a merry tune is DeWitt who seems to almost bolster you and, and give you the it's encouragement D-tend. to yeah. go about your duties
5: um I'm also Yarr. gonna guidance myself
0: okay you took a D10
5: Uh, Okay. 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 22, actually. I rolled a five. Ooh. And then I rolled a 10 with uh, inspiration, a
0: three with guidance,
5: and then um, I have a plus four proficiency.
0: Very nice. A 22 is just enough. As you look over the charts and maps that you have in front of you, um, there seems to be a few groupings of islands to the north, um, but... One of them seems to be um, almost surrounded by these, what would pass for coral reefs in the Feywild, but almost like this treacherous terrain that um, you would know in your your sailing experiences, almost avoided by a lot of ships. A lot of the other islands to this northern area are charted and have seen some, um, you know, voyages out to them. And you kind of get that sense that that's probably not where you're going to find this thing you're looking for. It would probably be the island that not a lot of people go to, and might not be as easy to voyage into itself. So, you, um,
5: I-, I turn to Dewitt and I go, "The spirits say that one."
0: Okay, let's go there.
3: The spirits. Yeah. Okay.
5: You would know by I'm now. Sure you,
3: yeah, I'm sure you talk say about that the all spirits the a lot. Yeah, they talk.
5: I, they tell me things. Do
3: they work all the time? Have you, they been working?
5: They work sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: sometimes I trust them. So. I say, yeah, let's go in there. Fuck it. Hell yeah.
0: Do you give the order then to. Yeah, sails up though. Sails up? So I can go slow. You want to go slow? Yeah. Because <laughs> we're going through that coral reef thing that you're talking about, right? Oh, well, once that, we get So closer, that island right. itself is about dependent on the wind and your travel speed about three to four days travel ahead of you.
3: Oh, okay, we can't We can't even see it.
0: No. Okay, gotcha. You're just plotting a course to this. Oh, uh, okay. Yep, that's where we're gonna go. All right, so Captain Dewitt gives the order to, um, I'm assuming lower the sails. Full sails, yeah. Full sails, um, and make course for this island. And you begin into the direction um, with uh, fortunately for you at this moment, the wind behind you into the sails. You are at full speed currently headed towards this island, um, set to make good time to get there. Um, a day passes of traveling like this. This this um, shipwork has almost become second nature to you at this point. You had done a little time on ships before, but you've learned almost four or five times as much as you did in that lengthy jaunt because it was about as much of a travel from zentos to uh feldspire as you've spent on this ship but that wasn't with you in command of a ship and you've learned a lot of valuable information in that time and so as you go about this day it's all second nature to you i mean it almost seems like as you gaze across the ship there's a certain rhythm and pattern and consistency to the um like proficiency of your crew on the ship as they do what they do and you just watch Kind of in in satisfaction of being able to have uh, brought on such a uh, talented crew, a talented crew onto the Grand <laughs> yeah, Marine. Right, um it's Time to build an army. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you begin your you know your shift of of taking sleep as uh, Stanley takes the wheel um, as you retire to your quarters below to take a rest for the evening. And the shift change of the ship kind of takes over as the night crew comes up. The quote-unquote night crew yeah. is there's there's obviously a, you know a set sleeping cycle when there's constant consistent daylight. Um, but yeah, that um, night passes for you, and you wake up the next morning and, and come to relieve Stanley of his his shift onto the the wheel, um, and take back over and again continue observing this perfection of your crew performing their tasks to their abilities why are they so perfect you just you're... it's the Feywild okay <laughs> it's just the Feywild just we're curious. doing a one shot if okay, this was a okay. bit more of a thing <laughs> but uh, we'll that could get... all change here mm. as when you take the wheel for this morning um, make a perception check for me Natural twenty. a natural 20 yeah <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> So you go to, to take the wheel from Stanley, and, and Stanley kind of gives you a head gesture forward in the direction that you travel, and your eyes immediately see a set of dark clouds on the horizon approaching in the direction that you travel in. And you know that it's likely that you're going to be sailing into a storm. Now, storms in the Feywild, as you've encountered a couple on your travels, are... Um, like, a lot different than what you would find on the Material Plane, um, as the Feywild is, like, saturated in magic. So, a lot of these storms aren't, like, just natural rain and wind. There's almost an arcane element to them that is a little bit unpredictable at times. You're not quite sure what this could bring. Luckily for you, the storms that you've passed in your time so far have been mild, and you've made it through with but minor damage to your ship at certain times. But nonetheless, it's it's always good to be cautious. Does um, it look like uh, there's no way around it
3: or anything like that?
0: It is directly in the direction that you travel. If you are looking to circumvent the storm, you're probably going to add another two or three days to your travel around. As you're going to have to... probably don't th- have
3: enough supplies for that.
0: Uh, you're, pretty, you're pretty supplied. I mean, yeah, you've spent enough time in Veritas kind of getting supplies and your funds are... With the funding from the Prince of the Harvest and what you have found on your travels, money's not really of circumstance to you. And in the Wilds, it doesn't rule as much as it would in the Material Plane. Really? Yeah.
4: I can grow veggies, too. <laughs> oh, just letting you know. We're good. Could, you can
3: just grow veggies? <laughs> or at least for some of them to grow. Do you just, like, are you just growing them, like, in the ship? Yeah. That's cool kitchen. as fuck. Well, if I know that, we should just take a detour. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll talk to like Stanley and and Clementine and be like, I'll ask you guys what you think. Like, what what do you guys think? Should we go into the storm, or should we go around?
5: Um. So having I don't lived mind in waiting the Feywild my whole life, would I like know if it's like a terrible idea to go right into the storm or?
0: Um, they're, I mean, you would know that they're just, they're extremely unpredictable. You could sail in and the storm could literally be just a barrier for you sailing into like, this sunlit daylight, like, almost like a mist of rain around you. Or you could sail into a whirlpool that could suck you into another plane of existence. It's really hard to predict what these storms would do to you.
5: In my professional opinion, as the quartermaster, because I'm a professional. um, I think that we should go around it and not take the risk. If we have the supplies and the time, I don't think we should risk it.
1: I just shrug my shoulders and motion to go around.
0: All right, I'll do that. We'll go around. Okay. Fuck it. So you give the order and the sails, you watch as they begin to change in the direction of the wind and your ship begins to lurch and pull off course from the direction of this storm that you head into. Um, And you continue sailing for that day. And again, the shift change comes. You take your rest, Stanley taking over the wheel. Morning finds you, you take your shift back on the wheel. Um, You can see that the direction you sail in now appears to be clear skies for the most part. And you can see that the dark clouds over to the uh, I'm remembering port.
5: Uh, So you got port to the left, starboard Starboard
0: to the right. Yeah, off to your port side. I always forget them, how they relate. But um, it doesn't seem, it seems to be continuing in the direction that you had come from, and you seem to be... Staying there? Nope, you seem to be successfully circumnavigating it because I rolled for its direction, and unfortunately, it went south. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately. Yeah, Yeah. that would have been fun. Anyway. I would have... Um, you continue about this, and um, about midday in your travels, you hear a commotion from below deck, some shouts, and some like crashing and banging. Uh, and you all, all of you on top, like upper deck, hear this as well.
1: I start going towards the hold and going to open up the hatch.
0: Okay, okay. yeah, so well, I'm, I'm gonna towards the statement. commotion.
3: Okay. And I'll say,
5: Clementine,
3: take the helm.
5: I'll take the helm.
0: Okay. Well, uh, you two just kind of in your positions up on the upper deck.
4: Am I not still downstairs?
0: I guess you would be, yeah, be nice down cooking bait. for sure. Um, you do have, um, I believe it's three levels to this ship. Yep. Because uh, your second level is going to be where your cannons and all of the the powders and, and that is, is held. And the third level is going to be your cargo space, essentially. Um. so you two make your way down there Um, are you heading down that way I yeah I follow them okay so you follow suit and you both or the three of you make it to that second level and you can see the commotion doesn't seem to be coming from here but you can see all the people who are kind of maintaining the cannons are all looking to each other and like the sounds and like they have that antsiness of like they really want to go check it out but they're afraid to leave their positions and they see you come down the stairs all of you and they almost like Stand up to attention and, and give you a nod, and say, Captain, and um, have that like anticipation of like wanting to know what's going on. and um, But you can hear it coming from the third level down in like the cargo space. I'll just say, get back to work. I'm checking it out. There's a bit of like a I, Captain, like disappointment, and they go back to doing their <laughs> shit. Um, I, don't you guys... yeah, I don't even stop. I just keep
1: moving towards kay. where I heard the noise coming from.
0: So you make your way down to the stairs there um, that lead you down onto that, that third. Uh, level the cargo space and as you get down there you can see off towards the bow of the ship er like the, the front area of this cargo space there's a group of three of your crewmates who um have like one of them is holding a box and swinging down at something and some of them are like kicking in that direction um the three of you make perception checks in this squabble nice 23
1: Nice. I got a 13. 22.
0: All right. Um, So immediately Stanley, it's kind of hard for you to see what's going on, because there's just a lot happening with those three. Like one of them throws a box down and it shatters onto the ground and there's a bit of a dust that kicks up. Um, But through this, the two of you, um, you can see what appears to be this rodent of of abnormal size.
6: (laughs) I don't believe they
0: exist. (laughs) (laughs) That is um, scurrying in between the legs of these two crewmates, and you can see behind, um, because both of you rolled above 20, behind where this rodent was, there's, like, some of your food sacks and boxes are, like, chewed open and, like, half eaten and food splayed out all over the bottom, like, the ground of this ship.
5: Yeah, we have the supplies.
0: Um, And (laughs) this rodent is, like, running and dodging in between their legs, and it turns and starts heading in in your direction from where you're coming from, and the crewmates turn around, and they go,
3: "Oh, captain, stop it! And I'll try and grab it by, like, it's, neck or something
0: okay make um i would say that's a grappling check so make an athletics and it'll make an acrobatics check to athletics yeah Mm -hmm. do
3: acrobatics no (coughs) that's really
0: good six It rolled a six, <laughs> so I don't know what the tie would go to there. Whoever has the highest strength. Yeah, so it would probably be, what's your strength again? Uh, it is 11. Pretty sure that your strength is higher. Yeah. So it almost slips in between your legs, but at the last second you reach down and grab it by the scruff of its neck and lift it up, and you see this, I mean, it's it's probably about the size of like a medium-sized dog. Like this rat-like creature that is just squirming and covered in some of your like like the grain and food stores all over, and it's like, (laughs) like in your grasp.
5: How did it get in here without us noticing?
0: Does it?
3: I'm just gonna kill it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what do you do? (laughs) Yeah, I'll just hold it up to Stanley and say,
1: "Get stab it or something, man." I walk over and I take a dagger out of my belt and just shove it into the neck of this rodent of abnormal size.
0: Okay, make an <laughs> attack roll.
1: Oh, I got a natural 20.
2: Oh, oh shit. Oh, shit. Okay. Wow, this rodent's so okay, <laughs> Yeah. Um
0: Stanley steps up and, uh, I mean, it's like clean and calculated right up into the, the throat and into the head of this creature and do it i need you to make a dexterity saving throw yeah. as there's this <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: oh. of energy and the rat there's like a burst of arcane a dexterity yeah oh, okay. do i need to make one too no okay uh. he's holding it
3: 20 unnatural <laughs>
0: okay um so you manage to kind of as this burst happens like take a back step out of the way as a humanoid body appears and um, standing up on the ground and brushing itself off with these intricate, intricate robes of almost like the fall, fall leaves on the ground, those colors of like reds and oranges, like the dull reds and oranges of those leaves, um, elven features with flowing <laughs> fiery orange hair that kind of seems to like blow in an unseen wind, almost like it's underwater itself. Um, stands up and brushes itself off and looks at you and goes, surprise, where's the clapping? Why is nobody clapping for me? Uh, I need everyone to make, uh, he says, clap. I need everyone to make wisdom saving throws. As you see the Prince of the Harvest standing in front of you on the bottom deck of your ship. Shit.
3: Wisdom? Wisdom. 17.
0: Six.
1: <laughs>
5: 10. Aren't you proficient? You're a cleric.
1: Oh, you know what? I do have proficiency. Thank you.
5: You should have a plus nine.
0: So it was yeah, seventeen. I so would, yeah. Fifteen so. is that? Or? Oh, I rolled a three. So oh, okay. Uh, so a twelve. Twelve, yeah. And ten. A ten. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna roll the saves for the crew that are around there too. Nope. Are you? You're not on the third level. No, you would be like on the like second level. Second. Yeah. Um, and as this happens, you all impulsively start clapping it and is. like looking down at your hands and like what? And he's huh. That's yes, right. Thank you. I was wondering where the clapping was, but well, so this is um, this is a sailing ship. <laughs> it's a bit yeah. Uh, dirtier than I expected, but um, it's a ship.
3: Well, I mean, what do you expect?
0: I guess that's fair. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, I'm here to join on the escapades and the adventures. Um, you know, a bit of support if you needed it.
3: Okay. Uh, That's fine, yeah. To be one of the crew, you know,
0: join the sailing team. What is it exactly that one does on a sailing ship?
3: Well, there's a lot of uh, work involved.
0: Not my strong suit.
3: Well, uh, you're probably going to have to do something around here. Keeps the mind busy. You don't go crazy on the sea, you know what I mean?
0: Right. Well, work isn't really my forte, so I'll tell you what. I'll, um... I'll make myself uh, scarce. You won't even know I'm here, I promise. Are you going to keep
3: eating all our food? or?
0: I was bored. What do you expect? I didn't want to be kept up in that uh, estate all the time. I was looking for a bit of excitement. It's been quite a while, a few hundred years, since I've done anything for myself, so I figured, why not? When in Rome... (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Okay... (laughs) Does Rome exist in, this, in the
3: Fane Wilds? Or? Yes, it's
0: in the Spring Courts.
3: Okay, gotcha. Um, hmm. Don't know how I feel about this. I so don't say that out loud. <laughs> I just I, I point just Reed,
1: I point two fingers towards my eyes and then point them back at him. And kinda then I take the dagger and just
0: kind of like put it underneath my Kind of looks you up and down and smiles and goes, <laughs> This one seems quite fun.
3: Yeah, Stanley is pretty fun. Well, But he doesn't mess
0: around. It seems you've done great for yourself, hiring a, some hands to help you on the ship, and he kind of looks you up and down, uh, Malachi. And, right. Most of them seem like good folks to have on the ship. Anyway, um, where are my quarters? I'll take uh, the most lavish room you have available. Captain's quarters will do me just fine.
3: I'm afraid I'm the captain, so there's a, a hammock for you.
0: Well, with the other crew. I am the one who hired you for the job, so it's only right that I get to that room. Right, am I right, everyone? I mean, I am in charge. And he looks around and you can see all the crew kind of look at him and then look to you for orders. And he kind of just, well, the audacity of your crew. Fine, fine. I'll take the second most desirable room.
3: Yeah, let me show you, and then... And
0: you would know, there's there's no other rooms. Yeah, there's no. just bunks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, dirty hammock bunks. Yep. On this floor and the second floor, there are just, like, hammocks strewn in any place that isn't uh, in the way. I'll give
3: him the bunk next to Ash. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I sleep in the kitchen. <laughs> okay.
3: Is there a bunk close to the kitchen?
0: uh sure yeah there's a bunk close to the kitchen why right, not i'll put him there okay kind of walks up and goes this are you kidding me no
3: <laughs> i don't i
0: yeah i'll make do and he snaps his fingers and the hammock <laughs> turns into like this lavish silk bed pushed into the side wall that's almost like sticking out in the middle of the path it's like a queen size bed that just appears out of nowhere and he goes ah. That's more like it. And jumps up and kind of folds his legs and leans back and goes, (laughs) Like I said, won't even know I'm here. I have a hard time believing you. Now, uh, could you have your um, your chef get me some food? I'm
3: parched, terribly busy, and I just leave.
0: But I could just even take a bit of water, a fruit, if you're looking.
3: The cook's in there. Ask him.
0: You walk away and back up. Okay. So you- I just
3: tell everyone to get back to work and go on as usual. You can, as you kind of
0: pass through, bit. you can hear mumbling between some of the crews that like are looking back towards this oh, that What that is- do I, do I, I kind of look at the silk bed
1: and I, um, I'm gonna just like take the silk sheet off of it. He's on the bed. Yeah, I'm gonna, just, gonna, just, I'm gonna just rip it out from under him.
0: Okay, make a strength check. Like a magician? A save. I just want it.
5: Oh.
1: Uh, damn it. That's a, well, I guess that's a 19. Okay. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> right.
0: So you pull the silk sheet out and it like pulls him and he oh, crashes to the floor and, well, oh, the manners of you. I just walk I knew you I were going off. to be a fun one. <laughs> Come and find me if you're looking for any fun later on. I'm into the foreplay. I just walk away. <laughs> yes, wait. He kind of gets back onto the bed and just closes his eyes and leans back. Um, The three of you make your way back up to the deck of the ship. And
5: everything's gone horribly wrong. (laughs) (laughs) It's on fire.
0: (laughs) You go to continue your travels for the day. Um, So.
5: I just like to make a note that every day I do a one hour ritual to get um, my spell like my subclass, but yeah, I'm just gonna say that.
0: Okay.
1: Um, you can do that in your off time, right now at your work.
5: Well yeah, I do it in my off time. I just need like four people to like do it with me, but I just like get a, like a couple of sailors just like help me out. That'll be sex <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Goddamn laughs> Um <Yeah>. so <laughs> It's a ritual,
0: <laughs> Clementine our quartermaster. Um, As you have circumnavigated the storm and kind of taken a different route towards your destination, I'm gonna need you to make a survival check just for like a navigation type of check to make sure that you're staying on course um, and kind of know the positioning of your ship and exactly where you're at. Okay. Um,
5: I'm gonna guidance myself.
0: And the rest of you can make some perception checks for me. As you go about sailing for the day, kind of keeping that um, notice out, paying attention for threats to the ship. Or the Natural 20. Okay.
5: 14 for my survival check.
0: Okay. Nine
3: for my perception.
1: Okay. I don't. Like you're
3: in the kitchen. In, I don't <laughs> like being on deck. Eight?
0: <laughs> Eight? Okay. Well, then uh, so as you're all kind of just scanning the horizon and the seas around you, Y'all get a little bit um, zoned out, the two of you get a little zoned out and caught up in what just happened down below deck. Um, Stanley, you're having none of his shit and it's not stopping you from doing your job. And as you're scanning, you can see off to your starboard bow, probably about, mm, maybe a mile out. You can see a large break in the water and, um, Do you have like a spyglass on you at all? I'm sure we got one around. Yeah, I think I took a pack that has one in it. Well, uh, we'll, okay, so you pull that out and with your natural 20, um, you pull up the spyglass as you see some some movement, something unnatural breaking the water ahead and you pull up the spyglass and look and there seems to be almost like this large, like rock-like formation or something that's like almost rounded that is breaking the water and, like, headed in your direction. Not at a great speed. It doesn't seem to have noticed with nat-, nat natural 20, noticed that you are all there, but it is headed in your direction. If you continue on course the way that you're going, you will eventually, like, run nose-to-nose nose with whatever this thing is. Um, what color is it? Uh, it's, like, muddled browns and, like, there, there's, like, moss and, and um lichen growth all over the back of whatever this thing is. There's some like spike spiked juttings out of the, the back of it. The lion turtle. Dragon we need to commune turtle. with this thing. It's <laughs> <is> an avatar.
1: <laughs> I am
0: the avatar. I take
1: my spyglass and I uh, kind of push it into DeWitt's chest motion towards what I saw. Okay. uh what uh uh i'll check it out
0: make a perception check okay 12. 12 okay i'll say that's an after him directing you it's it's not hard to for a moment you're scanning and you just see open seas and then your eye your spyglass catches on the breaking lavender waves of whatever this thing is heading towards you
6: oh.
3: I will divert course slightly to dodge it, if it, because it looks like we're gonna hit it, right? If we keep going straight the way we're going? Yep. Yeah, Well, won't like.
0: Okay, so you give the order to divert course. The ship doesn't seem to divert course. It's not changing. You're cranking the wheel, cranking the the wheel but happening. the sails aren't changing and they seem to like even though the wheel is changing you can hear the creaking of the ship but the wind is still like almost like drifting your ship now in the same direction it was going and you look down and the people who are manning the sail aren't there what where are they what the fuck is
1: going I descend from where the helm is and I go to investigate where the heck everybody went I'll say Kai you go with him Okay, I follow. Okay, so
0: you go below deck then. Uh, if there's or, nobody up on you're looking If on there's nobody
1: deck. on the top deck,
0: then there I are would people like... who are manning their positions, but the sailors who were set to like adjust the direction of the sails aren't there. Oh, okay. In that case, then I'm actually
1: going to go and take that position.
0: Okay. I'm assuming you do too. Oh, okay. Kaya. Yeah, in
1: that yeah. case. So you and... both
0: go and you adjust the sails and and the ship starts to to like steer out of its drift as the sails turn and you Catch the wind and start to pull. Isn't away
5: the direction based on the rudder, not on like the sails don't like it's swivel. Yeah,
1: no, they do. Oh, you, they swivel so you can capture the wind, but the rudder also gives you. You're you're navigating the wind and the sea and katrina. the direction that the sails were mm-hmm. adjusted.
0: The wind was basically pulling. Right. In, your ship okay. was pulling in like two directions essentially. Are they usually
3: okay? Sorry, I didn't know they're usually on sales or not or what's going
0: on. These two aren't, no, your you're regular crew, these guys all have their set positions. You have regular crewmates to do the other positions. They're just not there? They're just not there. Uh, Clementine, take the wheel. I'm looking for these people. Actually, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> okay. So Clementine, do you... I take the wheel find... and
5: I keep it like in the course that he was trying to make to dodge the dragon yeah, You
0: are set to miss it now that okay. you have. they have adjusted the sails in your course. Cool. It does seem to not have noticed... Well, let me see one more time. Do we know it's
1: yeah. a free
3: trade? It
0: doesn't seem to have noticed whatever it is. You're not sure. But whatever is headed in this direction seems to just be heading straight in whatever direction it was headed. And yeah. essentially the angle that you're going at is soon enough, like you've now adjusted to where now it's heading for the stern of your ship so it's gonna pass behind you um soon enough instead of nose to nose but you she take clementine takes the wheel and you head where to go find the crew members that are supposed to be there okay where are you going
3: uh straight to the prince of (laughs) harvest
0: okay So you go down to the (laughs) second floor, back to where the kitchen is, and you can see the prince sitting on a bed um, that has no longer a silk sheet on it. Um, But he is sat on the edge of the bed, um, stroking two chickens that are sitting on the bed with him. He says, ah, do it. What brings you to my humble abode? Have you been my friends? This is... um, Actually, I didn't catch their Nuggy. names. Um, <laughs> would you like to tell us your names?
5: Oh Chicky <coughs> and Nuggy.
0: <laughs> this is um, whatever he just said, and this one is, well, I don't quite care. Um, can I do something for you?
3: Yes, um, I just need to talk to you about something real quick. So you tasked <sighs> me to go find these artifacts and now you're taking my crew and it's prohibiting me from what? doing that.
0: I would do nothing of the sort. I don't there.
3: believe you. I, I've spent the past two months with you and you're pulling this shit on me. I know I know exactly who you are. Alright. So can you turn them not into chickens please so I can find your, your things for you? Is that yeah.
0: okay or...
6: All right. I know I'm he such snaps I'm his so fingers. inconvenient.
0: I'm and there's just a couple the of person ever. And on the bed kind of laying skewed sideways are two of your crewmates and they bump up and go, oh, What happened? Captain? Cap. I- <laughs> one of them coughs and like a feather <laughs> <laughs> shoots out of his mouth.
3: Uh nothing nothing happened. Uh the prince was just pulling a prank on you guys.
0: Surprise! Yeah,
3: he's a real nice guy. Don't worry, I'll deal with it. We were just having
0: fun. You were nice. And so he pats him on the back, and they both give him, like, a very, like, terrified, skeptical gaze and jump off the bed and start to rustle towards the top deck. He goes, Well, you've ruined my fun, fun sucker. I'm sorry I can't be
3: entertaining you right now, um, but I think it's time for you to be going.
0: Actually, right, we're going to this island no, that I like, directed. You, you to should find. get
3: off my ship.
0: I purchased this ship for you. So I'll
3: buy it off of you next time I come
0: back. Money is of no consequence then why to do you me do You want to find this plant, don't you? Well, yeah. Well, then you will listen and do whatever it is that I direct and say. And I say that I want to be on the ship and sail and, and go about the adventures of the common man. And so.
3: Well, we might have to uh rethink my contract after we get back then.
0: That we might. And he poops you on the nose and then jumps back onto the bed and folds his legs with a sly smirk on his face. Don't touch my crew again, please, and I'll head away. Okay. So you head back up to deck, mm-hmm. and you can see the two sailors have run their way back to their posts and are are sitting there kind of shaken, but going about their duties.
3: Um, I'll go up to them and just be like, everything's okay. I'll make sure nothing happens to you guys.
0: They just give you, like, nods. Very, yeah. Okay. Ah, I hate managing things. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Fucking hate. So you go about sailing for. Did
3: we pass the thing? Yeah. It.
0: As what you. You kind of wait. It probably takes, you know, about an hour before you see it fully pass behind in your wake. And you wait for that tense moment, waiting for if it is some type of live creature to have noticed your ship. It seems to just keep drifting in whatever direction it was headed. Does
3: it look like a rock
0: or something? Uh, make a perception check as it gets close enough for you to kind of look at it. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Um, it at first glance looks like a rock, but closer inspection, there are like almost grooves and a pattern to this that almost looks like a shell. Some large shell.
3: Fuck with that. We'll just keep going.
0: Okay. So you continue your trek. Um, again, shift change comes about as you're headed in the direction that you are and um you trade off take your evenings rest this puts you about 2 days travel now from the island um if i can get another survival check from you quartermaster and percep- perception checks from everyone else on deck
3: 27
0: also Guidance what's kai myself? tonight or not, that's kai. not kai uh, that's ash sorry
4: ash Shaqiri. ah so what we be having tonight <laughs> uh, I thought there were going to be chickens, but apparently not. I don't know where they went. Whoever be fucking with my food, they will deeply regret it. <laughs> but tonight we be having some. Uh, I pres- preserve some beef. And now we have some steaks for tonight.
3: Nice.
4: Oh, I love me a bloody
5: steak.
3: <laughs> I... I- Perfect. Uh, when you do <laughs> that voice,
5: actually. you get this vein in your neck. <laughs> yeah, it's right there.
0: <laughs> I need the anger to feel my pirate. I'm point. sorry, everyone's ears. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll try and lessen that, the volume of that one when we uh, edit it. Okay. <laughs> um, what was your perception checks? Twenty two. Twenty three. Twenty seven. Okay.
5: I got a thirteen for my survival check. God, damn it. Okay. I'm rolling, not good. Ben, inspire me. (laughs) I can't inspire myself.
3: (laughs) Oh yeah, maybe I should do that more (laughs) often. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) Be really helpful. Okay, so, given your knowledge and your checking of the charts and maps, you seem to be on course for where you're. Well, make an intelligence check for me.
5: Can I guidance myself? Sure. Yeah, that's the next day.
0: Roll well. Okay. 15. 15? 15. Um, at first glance, it seems like you're headed in the right direction, but something's not adding up with the charts and kind of judging by your positioning um, with your surroundings. You seem to be somehow off course. You're not quite sure like to what degree, but you're not quite on course for what you had originally set as your path towards this island.
5: Do I think it's because um, of like the circumventing the storm and the, the moving rock?
0: Yeah, probably a combination of the two.
5: Okay. is Do I know how to get back on course?
0: Um, I would say with the survival check that you rolled, not quite yet. You're a bit lost at the moment. Okay. You're not quite sure how off course you are captain <laughs> <laughs> that moment where we you're debating whether or not to admit it
3: <laughs> yes clementine
5: um so um we're off course by like a little bit and um there's not anything around for me to judge how to get right back onto course quite yet Cause you know we like circumvented like the storm Yeah yeah and no the worries Turtle. Or, I don't know that it was a turtle that That's, happens that's all Katrina the time. that thinks
3: that Try and figure out how to get back on course And then let me know We're gonna keep heading this way though Okay And try and find something if, uh, to give you an idea
5: I'll make sure that the guy in the crow's nest makes sure to let me know if he sees any like landmarks Or anything to point out That way I could like judge it on my map See if I can get back on course
0: Can you navigate by the stars?
5: There's no stars, it's eternally sunset. There's,
0: (laughs) there are like points of light in the sky. Um, Make another, I'll let you make another survival check.
5: Captain, I'm gonna try to figure it out. Can you help me? Uh,
0: A disadvantage with this one.
5: Okay, can you help me? (laughs) Yeah, I can try. (laughs)
1: Look at my songs. Um, can I assist with guidance?
5: I was already going to guidance. Myself. Oh, were you? Yeah.
1: You're already going to use it? Okay, well then, never mind.
0: Can we you double, double can, guidance? Double guidance. You can. Um, I'll let you, as the first mate, you have the ability to raise morale on the ship. So if you have a way that you can once per day raise morale. Um, I will let you make a persuasion <laughs> check that would and negate the disadvantage on her roll if successful.
5: Oh, that'd be really cool.
0: Okay, so a persuasion check. Yeah.
5: Back on wits What do you say to me to raise my morale, Stanley? No time. I just Stanley. pat you on the head. <laughs> wow.
1: And give you a look that just you know says you got this. <laughs> that
5: makes you feel a lot
0: better. What was your persuasion roll? <laughs> Not good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, actually, well, I'm proficient. Yeah. But I rolled a three on the dice, so that would be a seven.
0: Okay. <laughs> so you feel this pat on your head, Clementine, and you look up to the, the normally comforting and almost grounding figure of this hulking barbarian um, that's almost taken up like a fatherly figure on the ship and... The look in his eye says you can do this, but you can see there's just a slight hint of doubt Fuck. in that look. <laughs> I didn't mean it. So you still have disadvantage. Just kidding, ah. I, mean, I meant that. I don't
1: really trust you at this point.
0: <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you turn to your captain for more in- inspiration. I start strumming.
3: <laughs> I like to a little dance. Please listen to the words I say. Hey, these songs all sound the same. Hey, but these songs still always bop. This ship will carry us to Jaws' blessed ganja. There you go. (laughs) It will carry us.
0: (laughs) All right, so roll with your disadvantage, but with your inspiration.
5: Twenty-two.
0: All right, nice. So that is enough. As you kind of feel this inspiration from, but I have to add
5: my proficiency, right? Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: great. Um, as you start to check the charts again and um, kind of cross-reference that with your surroundings and with the sky and your positioning into where you're at, you realize that uh, if you had not corrected this course today, it would have put you another two days off if you had kept sailing in the same direction. But you are able to correct this course. And it, it's almost like a minor correction, but the direction that the island is in, the degree that you would have been sailing if you had kept going for another day, would have put you to have to like basically make a loop around another island and added that much time back onto your trek. Mm-hmm. Um, so you are able to correct this, and she gives you the course corrections, Captain. Great work, thanks. Saves us some
3: time.
5: Thank- You, Captain. I will
3: keep this in mind.
0: I just pat you on the head again. (laughs) (laughs) You doubted me. See, she did it, Stanley. (laughs) Stanley, yell, Nat. So this day follows through, continues. You go about taking your uh, nightly um, shift change and wake up for what will be the last day of your trek towards this island. Um, so once more, make a survival check for me. Quartermaster okay. and perception checks everybody. Do I know... Sorry, Cook, you stayed below deck, so... <laughs> I know. I don't want to be on top. <laughs>
5: Do I know, like, when we'd be, like, approaching the, like, coral reefs? What
0: um, That depends on your, pers- or your survival check for the day. Oh,
5: okay, great. Please roll fucking better. Not that much better. It's the same roll all the time. You have to be nice to it. Fourteen.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, perception. I
5: keep rolling eights and nines for my survival. Like, what the fuck? Uh,
0: Thirteen and perception. Okay. Seventeen. Twenty. Nice. Yeah. Um, So, Kai and DeWitt, um, as you're kind of looking about, um, at the almost exact same moment, you both scan across the horizon and just... On the horizon, you see something that breaks the normal line of the sea—some dark um, shape—as as you're headed in the direction that you are. And at that exact moment, um, Clementine, you realize that you will be hitting those coral reefs and that island. You should be seeing any second now.
5: Uh, we should probably sl- we should slow down, Captain. We should slow down.
0: You should be seeing the island, not oh. hitting the reefs. Oh. Sorry. You, you should be seeing. What oh. you're approaching any second now. Which they see. can't. You are, as like plotting your course, you're probably a couple hours away from hitting where is presumably the reefs to this.
5: Okay. But we have the guy in the crow's nest who could probably see them, right? Yep. Okay. So I'll relay that information to the captain.
3: Perfect. We're almost there. Um. Do we have the
0: wind? Is the, is it full sails for the wind right now? No. The wind is coming against you, so currently that's going to add a couple hours onto your travel as you are sailing into the wind right now. We don't
5: want to go through this at night.
0: Well, it's never night.
5: Oh right. Well, never mind then. We're fine. Let's yeah. And get <laughs> at yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Let's just keep going. Um, okay. So you continue the, your is, sailing. It's the beginning of my shift, right?
0: Yeah, around that. Yeah.
3: Okay, I'm gonna say to Stanley, have the night, have the night crew get some rest. But when we hit the uh, reef, we're gonna need all hands on deck. So I will come wake you and then get everyone ready.
1: Uh, I nod and go off, start tapping people to leave their shift. And and start rousing other people for the other shit.
3: Kai, get stuff ready for repairs, and have two people be ready to help you if we need it as soon as possible. If some hole, if some of the hole is breached.
2: Okay, can do, Captain.
5: So those the first words you've spoken. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs>
0: so, given the fact that you have taken those precautions and given that command. As the couple hours uh, pass and you approach this, what you presume to be the the reef around this island, um, that will give you a full cruise readiness addition to this hazard check as you go through this. So um, as you approach this reef from everybody here, I'm going to need from the captain, you are going to give me an intelligence check with um, proficiency added because you are proficient in water vehicles at this point. From your first mate, a charisma check, and if you have proficiency in intimidation, that will add to this check. Um, From the bosun, strength is going to be your check, and if you are proficient in carpenter's tools, you will add your proficiency. Um, For the quartermaster, wisdom and nature, if you are proficient in nature.
5: Oh, I totally am. Um,
0: I will roll for the surgeon because... That was supposed to be Danny, but she's just doing homework in the Wait, corner. Wait, what check
2: am I doing again? I was <laughs> I
0: was too busy looking for carpenter supplies. Oh, you're good. You will be doing strength. Oh. And then from our <laughs> cook, from our cook, you will be doing Constitution and cooks utensils, which I'm assuming you are proficient in the, proficient in because you are the cook. And then I will roll for the crew and for the surgeon. So, I'm going
5: to guidance, good. Dewitt.
0: I, so you
1: you said intimidation added on for me.
0: Yep. Um, don't give me those numbers quite yet because they damn. all needed to be added added together. Oh damn.
5: Oh, I'm actually gonna give it to um, to, to to Malachi because you know he seems like he needs <laughs> it. Uh,
0: Randall, perks to being a cook is that. You're in charge of the limited ingredients aboard the ship to make the mules, and a poor cook can drag down the ship's performance. So had you not had the ability to do what you have done, it would be limiting the crew's score right now for this check. So because you're a good cook and you've done what you did, it's not going to be limiting their uh, abilities. So hold on. Hold those numbers for just a moment.
5: Did you roll with Guidance?
0: No. What do I have for Guidance again? It's a D4. Um, I will also give the opportunity for, if DeWitt would like oh, the yeah, opportunity to inspire that, his yeah. entire crew yeah, as they sail into yeah. charted oh, yeah, worlds the unknown. <laughs> mm, thank you. While I set up my uh, rolls here. And, uh, Make
3: sure my whole crew's listening. <clears throat> Look. If you had one shot, one opportunity (laughs) to seize everything you ever wanted, in one moment, would you capture it or just let it slip? Yo. My palms are sweaty, knees weak. Ukulele's heavy. There's a vomit. Or there, <laughs> there's vomit on my leather already. Ashes, spaghetti. I'm nervous, but on the surface I feel calm and ready to drop bombs. And I keep on destroying what I can't write down. The whole crew goes so loud. The oh God, the clock's run out. Time's up. Overblow. And then I'll inspire everyone. All right. Ooh. Hell yeah.
0: Is so, the whole crew inspired? inspired. Yep. <coughs> so you can add a D10 to your rolls, and oh, I will add shit. one for Does, the DeWitt crew. Does DeWitt get
5: inspiration from doing that?
0: Yeah, you can add Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: Okay. Arr, we
1: be having pirate spaghetti tonight. As <laughs> <laughs> spaghetti.
5: Oh, we all get to add a D10. We stand. That's choice. my D10. I rolled a ridiculous roll.
0: Okay, now we're gonna go around. I'm gonna get everybody's rolls. So, John, what was your final total with the inspiration and everything? Forty. <laughs> oh shit. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Russell. Twenty. Okay. DeWitt. Twenty-five. Five. Ash. Twenty-five as well. Okay. And Clementine.
5: Nineteen.
0: <laughs> Dude, I'm freaking carrying. <laughs> yeah, you carry the team.
5: I just I only rolled a one on the inspiration.
0: Stan wow. The best. Well done, you guys. With all of that. Your crew has a great success in this great hazard success. check. That great um, increases the quality score of your crew for two days' time as well. Is that a good thing? It is a good thing. Okay, good. I don't know <laughs> what that means. So you get into this almost trained rhythm. As you belt out this tune, you can see your crew in tune with your singing, pulling the lines. The ship, the the sails are turning, and as you're sailing around um, into the reef, you can see there are these jagged, like outcroppings of the water, and they don't look like coral reefs that you have seen on the material plane. These are like these dark black rocks that are instead of where they're like holes and and um, like water log damage on the coral reefs. These are like jutted, spiked, almost. They almost look like. Um, I mean, these like. Defensive growths of a planet or of a sea that are just jutting out of the water around this island, like these pointed, jagged, like um, protrusion cactus yeah. things that are jutting out. Um, and you make it through the first little bit, your ship, as it goes into the first area, the sails almost turn on point as you narrowly avoid one of these. And as you're headed straight for another one, your song and in rhythm, the sails turn once more and your ship just narrowly (laughs) creaks and turns and avoids that one. Um, I want you to, at this point, um, you would have taken damage just immediately, but because of your success there, I'm going to give you the opportunity to make a um, dexterity saving throw for your ship. Your ship has a minus three to dexterity. Um, roll big. I will give you advantage on the roll based on your checks that you had just succeeded on. Ten. Pretty sure the ship was inspired too, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> a 10. Okay. Yep. Got a 13. Oh, my God. Okay. So, um, as you're weaving in and out of these outcroppings, these protrusions that are sticking up, there is one or two of them that are just so close together that you just, you shoot the gap. And as you do, you can hear this... (laughs) from below and there is a crunch as you grind through your ship takes 30 damage if you want to record oh you don't have a pen i'll I'll record it it's fine okay um your ship has 500 hole um health and you take 30 damage to that as there's this creaking groaning from underneath um what would you like to do in the moment after that you hear that you have a split Second, before you are set into having to make corrections for another go bit of the reef, Kai
3: moving to go do repairs.
0: I know, no, Kai. Are you moving to go team? do repairs when you hear, yeah, yep, yeah, you do?
3: Then I do nothing and trust my crew.
0: Okay, there not be any holes in my kitchen. <laughs> so I still have those two dudes. The kitchen would be in like yeah, yeah. the center yeah. of the ship. Um, so as you head to the third level, the cargo level of your ship. You, you get down there and there is already like dark purple water spilling into the cargo area and you can see towards the um, bow of your ship there's this gash into the edge where there's water spilling in it's not fast enough that it's going to sink your ship immediately but obviously something needs to be done so um with the help that people are helping you with for the repairs i need you to make a um, strength check using your um, we'll say that you do have carpenter tools because you are the bosun, so you do have proficiency. So a strength check with proficiency and advantage because you have the assistance of some of the other crew that immediately rush up next to you and you guys are pulling boards out of barrels that are next to it down there, Sea of Thieves style, and like hammering it into the That's side of the I'm ship. All right, <laughs> we're
2: going to board up the ship. We can do this. <laughs> <God
0: damn it>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And gotta have advantage.
0: Yeah, roll <laughs> higher, please. Nice. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, 19. Okay. Um, and I'll add the ship's, or the crew's quality score, too. Yeah, that is just, that. that's perfect. As you guys go, and you um, swiftly and with trained accuracy hammer in the boards and seal up this leak. And by the time you guys are done, there's just, like, a slow, like, a couple drops that are dripping from underneath the board. Not enough to do anything. Um, there is still the standing water in the lower deck of the ship.
2: All right, men. Now we'll take buckets and we'll drain the ship of this water. <laughs> we can do it. I
4: believe in us.
0: <laughs> so. The crew members give you a, a stern nod and you all start pulling buckets and do it. You eventually see your crewmates kind of coming up board and, and a couple other members who are on that third level are joining you in this and you can see multiple members of your crew coming up with buckets of water throwing it back into the um the sea itself and you can see kai step up and kind of give you a nod of satisfaction of like it's taken care of we're ready for the next thing um, and you approach this next bit of the reef and again Um, there would have been a lot more checks involved in this had you guys not succeeded Um, and you are able to, the sails turn in just the right moment where the wind catches them and you almost drift like drift between these two protrusions that are sticking up and you can see two of them that are like come up over your ship almost like arms reaching up into the sky and your sail just goes right between them like feet maybe inches or feet in between these jutted spikes that are like up towards your sails and your ship careens in between them and turns and you start heading. Um, you're, the island is probably like 100, 150 feet away at this point. You do have a lot of speed going as you've been kind of like weaving in and out here. Um, so that call is up to you. Never tell me the odds. Um, let's go. Wait, <laughs> what, what are my options here? You, you have a little bit more speed than you should for reaching the island itself. Okay, I'll say
3: Stanley Ash... Uh put the sails up halfway
0: and then have two other people do it with you. I'll yell at that command real quick. Okay. Um so for Stanley, um, I would like you to make your normal um do a charisma check with persuasion. Um Stanley and who would you said Ash? Ash. He's should be on the second Oh, you're on the second floor. Yeah, he doesn't come up to the Everyone? top deck oh, okay. often. Okay. Often, he comes you're not doing up it, every think. once in a while. Um, then I'll just
3: have him do it with like two other people. Right?
0: Okay, so make that persuasion check with advantage, and I'll add the crew roll to yours too. And that was a natural twenty. On do the we have any part. more
5: coral to dodge? Do we um, see any more?
0: At this point, you're more oh headed for coral. the the reef that makes up to the island itself. So the only coral that would be to dodge is ramming into the beach. That is also made up of it's it's almost like the coral goes up to make the edge of this reef, and that turns into this, as you can see it almost like this black sand that seems to like slowly go from a dark hue of black to like grey, and then it, it fades out to white as it reaches the, the edge so of the sand, and then there's island and like forested island beyond it.
5: So we need to like full stop. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, like we're like getting really close, really fast. Yeah, but...
0: We should drop it What Baker. is your Uh I, roll, I rolled a 25. A 25. So, at that moment, you can see, again, with trained accuracy, Stanley jumps in with a couple members of your crew, and they're able to hoist, or... Hoist the sails is dropping the sails, so it would be... Raise 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 the sails. (laughs) sails. (laughs) Depends on the ship. Some of them go up. So many sailing turns. (laughs) Holy shit! Um, You're able to raise the sails just in time as the wind. You lose the wind, um, and at this point, it it reduces your speed. You're still coming in hot, but not like deadly speeds that are going to wreck your ship. But you will be taking damage if you don't do something quick. Uh, Who's closest to the anchor? Do I know? Um, it wouldn't be any. Well. I guess it would probably be Stanley because he's down. So your anchor is going to be in the middle of the ship as okay. well. Oh, gotcha. And Stanley's down in that area, like, hoisting, or fucking God, raising the sails. Then I would
3: have, after, if, if I would have known that we would have needed to stop, because I probably would have, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would have told them to lower the anchor after they raised the
0: sails. Okay, so Stanley, make a dexterity check for me. Just a straight dex check to see how that quickly you jump from raising the sails to lowering the anchor is the re- the rest of the crew is like in their positions, you know, like undoing the ropes and fastening different things. And like basically doing their job, it's pretty much Stanley at this point who needs to, 24. 24. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Nice. So the sails raise and you it's almost like a dance as you raise the sails and spin around and hit to the anchor and you smack the, the release lever and you hear that mm-hmm. <writers ambitions> as the anchor starts right. to <humming> drag against the coral reef below and you can feel the ship kind of jolt as it catches somewhere and then pulls off a chunk of the coral and there's a jolt as the ship kind of starts to slow more and more and you start to reach the edge and as you're nearing yeah. the edge of the coral there, you're you're trying to drift it, yeah. you crank the wheel and the ship starts to turn.
5: And um, Tokyo drift. finally,
0: that's how you dock it, dude. Yeah. yeah. Finally, there is a catch where you feel the anchor catch and the ship, because of your drift rocks and tilts and I need everybody on the ship to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh,
5: I'm gonna guidance myself.
0: Nice, 15. 25.
5: Um, 22.
0: 17. 22. Okay. So you're all able to bolster yourselves, and most of the crew is too as the ship, like, abruptly stops, and there's that rocking of the ship itself, and some of the crew members who are on deck who are, like, getting the sails, they're, like, thrown off their feet, and they fall to the deck. A couple of them, you hear that Wilhelm, the whole scream as they fall into the water, (laughs) but it's right below, (laughs) and they're fine. There's just that, like... You hear people run up to the deck and look over after the ship is still slowly rocking and settles and they're throwing down ladders and pulling up the crew, but your ship is relatively all right. Let's see, I'm gonna roll some damage just from that and see if it is to the threshold. Okay. Um, so it does take 27 points of damage from this rocking and kind of grinding stopping motion. and Kai below deck, you don't necessarily see like gashes in the ship, but the rocking almost it, it throws loose the repair that you had done on the, the gap, the gash that had already been there itself. and you can see purple water starting to flow in not as fast as it was beforehand, but there is water starting to fill that um, third level of the ship again. Uh, if you would like to try and make another repair check for me. All right.
2: I'll make another repair check. So that you would be strength, strength and, right? car-
0: and proficiency for your yeah. carpenter's tool.
2: Uh, is anyone helping me?
0: Yeah. You can roll with advantage. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't help. Um, 16. You needed a 15 to succeed. Huh, so I did you, it on my own. It, it's a bit like you're still kind of reeling from the the shock of the ship, just like abruptly lurching and throwing you off your feet. And the crew members with you are still kind of dazed, but you're able to just barely stop the the um, leaking from the, the patch that you had just repaired. Um, and you can take some more time now that the ship has stopped to like fully repair it and patch it enough that it's not going to break again. Um, but the ship has stopped. You are now, quote-unquote, docked on this island. Um, And do it as you're, like, on the wheel, taking a deep breath. Um, The hatch that goes down to the second floor opens, and you see an elven-featured man step forward and look around and go, Well, that was quite fun. What what exactly? Is this sailing? This is amazing. We should do this more often. Um, And he kind of sees your face and, like, the stress of the crew and... Steps forward and it kind of steps up the the steps to the the wheel, the helm of the ship, and walks up to you and goes. I take it that wasn't planned.
3: Nope, everything was planned. Everything <laughs> went the exact way I thought
0: it would. Exactly why I hired you. Anywho, um, I'm quite bored already. Um, I'm thinking I'm gonna take a bit of a jaunt away. Maybe pop back in um in a few. Uh, I was thinking I might take somebody with me. You look like you might like to party. I, I know of this great location. It's in the city of brass on the Plain of fire. This one of the free tea throw, this amazing party. And well, I've so happened to have two invitations. So I'm gonna take a jaunt in myself. How would you like to join me?
5: Well, I do like to party, but I have a job <laughs> to do. I was hired to do this.
0: Suit yourself. What about you, big man? I just walk away. The <laughs> strong silent type, I like it. And, um, not you. You've got a job to do. Um, I'll take this one here. And he grabs one of your crewmates who kind of like, huh? and like he s- pulls him up next Actually, to him. Actually, I need him still. And you can see this crewmate goes, oh, you don't need, what's her name, lad? And he goes, um, Felton. I'm Felton. Um,
3: he goes, you don't need Felton. I He's, need Felton. Please don't, don't take it. I'm going I to borrow, just for no, a few, and I'll, I'll bring
0: him back when I'm done. We're just going to have a good time. Come on. And he snaps, hey, and there's this, no. like, <laughs> like no. oh. stare in oh. the, the reality <laughs> around you that opens. And as it does up where you are, there's this intense heat that spills from it. Um, and you all take up on the top, so Clementine, dewitt you walked away Mm -hmm. you're down below deck so oh oh, i guess he wouldn't have seen you so you're fine so just clementine and dewitt you both take five fire damage as this heat just spills forth out of this gash in the uh, reality around you and he kind of takes a step back and felton like shields his eyes and goes i don't i don't want to go in there and he goes oh yes you do it's going to be quite fun and he pats him on the back and like shoves him into the hole And steps through and goes, ta-ta! Did he just, like, get burned (laughs) alive? It just shuts behind them. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Crit Seekers. If you've enjoyed what you've heard so far, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. If you didn't know, on Podchaser you can leave reviews for single episodes, so if there is one in particular that you really liked, get on there and leave us a review on it so that we know what it was. Check out our Instagram and Twitter handles, at CritSeekers, if you want to see more from the gang. New episodes of Crit Seekers air Mondays at 6am Mountain Standard Time. We hope everyone has a wonderful week and we can't wait to come back at your ear holes next week. Goodbye!